The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Episode 61, Squirrels and Robots, Royal Family. Hey, Begley, Royal Family. What's your opinion? Oh, something happening. Um, yeah, royal family controversy, Megxit, all that. What? Ugh. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle did an interview with Oprah. They went on about how allegedly crappy royal life is and the alleged biases within the royal institution and all that. Mate, royal family is like rich people problems, you know? Like, oh, uber-rich and powerful people trying to keep a monarchy relevant in a society that doesn't really need one. I mean, oi, the rest of society is stuck in a pandemic. We have no money and no jobs, you know? I mean, the world's got bigger problems and some royal family whining about accepting new family members and all that, right? And everyone's like, oi, let's get all wrapped up in the royal family nonsense and distract ourselves from our perpetual poverty and social divides. Yeah, um, I noticed England is... Kind of like how we are with politics. You're either on one side or the other. Yeah, yeah. And you know, rumor has it that the tabloids just keep the royal family relevant through controversy. So, perhaps, this whole deal is a ruse to sell more ads, make more money, and keep the monarchy going through intrigue and all that, you know? Yeah, um, either way, regular folks have bigger problems to deal with than some controversial royal family nonsense. Speaking of royalties, my album came out on March 11th, so you're welcome. Listen to it on Spotify's and all the places that may actually have it. Huh, jeez, they actually released it? Ow. Folks, it's like looped-based music made by a squirrel, okay? Don't get your hopes up. There's no squirrel songs on it that you're used to. It's just chill background music, apparently. The world needs chill, okay? That's why I invest in ice. On the other hand, um, my album, A Collection of Rants, should be out at the end of March or beginning of April. About time, mate, you know, because not for nothing, right? Like, all those insightful rants and stuff, you know, they're just kind of getting lost on YouTube these days, you know? Kind of sad, you know? More people should be sharing them, you know, trying to enlighten the masses, but I, I, I don't think people want to be enlightened anymore. Yeah, um, I don't know what's happening on YouTube. I feel like either our channel is being repressed or people are just too dumb to listen. But, I mean, you're like that guy who's like, Oi! This is what's wrong with both your arguments, right? And, and, and people are all like, and, but, but my argument is right! And if you don't agree, you're wrong! But how does brain grow if one never leaves them linkage? It doesn't, and that's why we live in a society that has mentally atrophied. Now, here we go, back to this again. Yeah, I'm not getting into it. Listeners, no society is janked right now, so let's move along. Microsoft officially owns Bethesda now, and a bunch of other stuff. Yep, that deal was in the works for quite some time, but now it's official. Y you think they're gonna make like Elder Scrolls and Fallout console exclusives now? Nah, probably not. If anything, maybe timed exclusives with, you know, Xbox and PC being launch platforms. But yo, the PlayStation users on Twitter were like losing their crap over this. It was just comment after comment of, how dare they? Or they're gonna make Bethesda games exclusives! And I'm just sitting here like, yo. PlayStation has their exclusives, and clearly, you're fine with that. Nintendo has their exclusives, 
And clearly, you're fine with that. But when the one platform you don't own has one, now you care. You know, just give me a break. These same people were laughing at PC and Xbox owners when they didn't have access to God of War and Last of Us and all that and went nuts when those games started coming to PC with uncapped frame rates. Yeah, I mean, I'll play games wherever, you know? I mean, I'll have zero brand loyalty at this point, you know? I play games on mobile because I'm not allowed to bring my Switch into the poopy bowl. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so yeah, PlayStation people were kind of been out of shape this week and I kind of don't care. Royal family is whining and I don't care. Let's see, what, what do I care about? Slacks! Oh, crap! I almost forgot about that. Yo, there's this movie coming out called Slacks. S-L-A-X-X. It's a horror movie about killer pants. Made by the person, or people, who did Turbo Kid. Which was a fun, goofy B-movie that was kind of under the radar. It's kind of got like a cult following at this point. So I would check them both out if you like offbeat horror or sci-fi comedy stuff. And speaking of movies, right, we finally got to see Sonic and the Addams Family. Yes, we did. One, Sonic wasn't nearly as horrible as I expected, okay? It was actually a decent three out of five for my taste. You know, all things considered. Jim Carrey was great in that, you know, really misses goofy antics, you know? Yeah, dude, it was nice seeing him being comedically obnoxious towards, you know, people again. We need more of that. Comedic obnoxiousness. So... All in all, Sonic wasn't bad. Now, on to The Addams Family, which I dreaded having to watch for the longest time. Merely because I didn't think the style would work for CGI animation, the casting decisions I didn't care for, and I wasn't too keen on a typical plot for an outsider family. You know, that kind of thing. So, the voice work was actually decent, no real complaints, and frankly, I worried about the choice of actor for the role of Morticia Adams. But yo, they did just fine. The style kind of worked for the more creepy characters, but the generic town and town folks were just, well, I mean, generic. Well, I'll think that was the point, yeah? Uh, yeah, it was, but, um, you know, the story was basically, um, Adam's family gets vilified because they're different and have to hold their own against the town of normies who were manipulated by social media to hate them. But, I mean, that's kind of a good message, though, you know, about not believing everything you read on the internet and, you know, all that. Yeah, but it was fairly a uh, by-the-numbers type story without much, you know, emotional gravity to ground the film, you know? I mean, they tried. But whatever, at least there's something out there for the spooky crowd, you know? Because there's not a lot of dark and gloomy content that gets big budgets for films anymore, you know? Yeah, you're right, you know? We need more Tim Burton's, you know? Like he was this one-man renaissance of spooky goth things that somehow went mainstream, but, but kind of retained some goodness, you know? It was like Nightmare Before Christmas and Corpse Bride and Frankenweenie and Edward Scissorhands and Beetlejuice. I mean, I mean even Phoebe's Big Adventure. I mean, he did them all. All of them. Yeah, I think movie studios took more of a chance back then, you know? Like, who's given some new director $100 million to make some campy supernatural gothic production, you know? All that's going towards an already oversaturated superhero market and the sordid action movies where everyone has to drive around fast in cars for some reason. Well, um, at least, at least, they're starting to move away from superheroes, right? And starting to focus on video games, you know? Like, we're getting Uncharted and The Last of Us and Twisted Metal. I mean, Sony is really trying to make their games into something, you know, more than just games. Yeah, hopefully these movies won't end up like that <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie from back in the day. Ugh. People were canceling cartoons this week on Twitter for fun. Oh, yeah. Um, in response to a New York Times editorial that claimed Pepe Le Pew and Speedy Gonzalez promoted negative something or others, uh, people decided to get silly and started the cancel a cartoon hashtag. 
It was amazing seeing what people pulled up on the loved cartoon characters, you know, like, oh, Danny Phantom snuck into the girls' room, you know, cancel them, oh! Yeah, at least everyone kind of had fun with it, recognizing that they're just cartoons. Um, but one of the best responses, though, that I read in response to the New York Times editorial was, and I'm paraphrasing, anyone who takes cartoons too seriously should have their mental health evaluated. Am I, am I not spot on, in it? Do, do I have to go to the doctor now? What? Well, I take my cartoons very seriously. Like, I watch them all the time. Am I mental disordered? Am I mental disordered? Uh, yes, but not for that reason. What? Okay. Have you ever been influenced by a cartoon to do something evil in society or hurtful towards others in real life? No. Should I? Uh, no. Um, but that was the whole point of the editorial thing. It was like, Speedy Gonzalez was perpetuating a stereotype and Pepe Le Pew was basically a masher that caused people to do bad things towards women. Masha! Wow! Way to bring up an old term like that. I haven't heard that in ages. Wow. Yeah, I'm good like that. Look it up. Josie! Josie! Oh, oh no, she's, she's offline, mate. Um, seems there was an update that made things go all jank and whatnot, but... Oh, jeez, what did you... What? What did you do? No, look, it's just an OS update, mate. You know, operating system. That should boot up as normal when it's all done. It'll be all right, okay? Yeah. Um, getting back to spooky things needing bigger budgets... Vampirella is supposedly getting a series and a movie? No way! Yeah, I wouldn't get too excited. I don't think that costume is gonna fly in today's PC-entrenched world, okay? Well, I mean, that's kind of a pass then, isn't it? It's like putting a baggy sweater on a vibe with some frumpy sweatpants. It's like, my visuals, mate! <laughs> you know, uh, again, it, it's odd. Like, no one wants any fictional character to be overly sexualized anymore, but like... Two tabs over, they have an adult website that actually over-sexualizes real women daily. Like, wouldn't it be better to have that just be applied to a fictional character and keep it in a fictional realm rather than, you know, allowing a real-world adult entertainment industry that uses real people and creates a real-world environment for real people to be objectified? I mean, yo, New York Times, it's not the cartoons, it's the humans. Well, um, I think pointing fingers at fictional content and trying to control it is like humans trying to say, Oi, we wouldn't be bad if it weren't for these things, you know, because humanity is all, like, pure initially, and then if it wasn't for the media we watch, we, we wouldn't be evil. Uh, of course, blame cartoons, games, movies, and media for your bad behavior rather than take responsibility for your own actions and admit you're just a crappy person. Well, I mean, it's always been like that, right? I mean, like, music, film, literature, you know, they all get accused and blamed for the ills of society and all that, and, you know, just humans don't want to admit that they're awful, you know? They're terrible. Um, I don't know. I, I think at this point, everyone is just stirring the pot, hoping to create controversy for clicks, you know? Like, here we are, all talking about some New York Times editorial, and all that's doing is pushing traffic to their site. Don't go to their site. And that's all they really want. They don't care about who it affects, who it hurts, who it stresses out. They're all just like, yo, money. Forget everyone's mental health. We're gonna make them feel even worse for liking Speedy Gonzalez. Boy, I will say, the Latino community was all like, Oi, New York Times, Mexico loves Speedy Gonzalez. He's not a stereotype. He's super fast and always outsmarts his opponents. Yeah, right? Hey, society, stop getting offended for people, okay? Stop vilifying fictional characters because you assume it's offensive. Maybe ask the people who you claim are offended if they are actually offended, okay? Because I gotta tell you, I have talked to some folks who emigrated from India, and yo, 
They are ticked off with Apu getting removed from The Simpsons. Right? Well, I think sometimes people are just like, this offends me, getting rid of it, you know, without actually acknowledging that it may actually mean something to someone else, you know? Like, like Apu is a good example, because everyone loved him, but a, a group of people thought he was a stereotype for whatever reason, and um, even though the character has this huge backstory and is basically a genius in his own country, so it's like, boy, um, are we giving all content to the individual now? Like, if it offends one person, do we have to change everything for that one person? Boy, you want individual content, mate? Try fans only, right? Yeah, I mean, Apu is gone, yet Groundskeeper Willie is still a thing. And the Mafia. Yeah. Uh, is Bumblebee Man still on the show? Oh, dude, I don't know. I stopped watching that show years before the Apu controversy even started. So, as far as I'm concerned, it's a dead show I'm never going back to. Thanks, Disney. I miss Apu. You know, this is just old news, unfortunately. Um, but for those who didn't watch The Simpsons over the course of the first 20 years, do a Wikipedia search on the Apu character and make up your own mind as to if he's offensive or not. Well, I mean, here's the thing, mate. Right? Like, oi! If someone emigrates from another country, like Apu, right, and English is not his first language, like, are humans supposed to remove that important characteristic, that accent? You know, like, make him sound like a generic American just so it won't be considered stereotypical? Because, oi, all that does is remove that character's cultural background, you know? And frankly, whitewashes it, you know? That is what's really sad. You know, that's a good point, actually. Everyone apparently can't sound or look like their cultural background now. And it's weird because the folks I've met from India, doctors, clerks, some of them have some thick accents, much like Apu did. But I never did that whole thank you, come again thing to someone from India in real life because I knew, and I know, in my head, Apu was just a character. And doing that to someone in real life is just kind of messed up. And I mean, I was like five years old and I knew this was wrong, okay? So, because people misused a cartoon character's catchphrase, we're just gonna get rid of the character. I mean, wouldn't it be better to just educate people to, you know, not base their image of a person or people from a cartoon? Oh, wait, that's right. That takes time, thought, and personal responsibility. Oh, well, screw that. Let's just get rid of everything. Yo, for those who used Apu to make fun of people in real life, you're the problem. And you or why we can't have nice things. And on the subject of accents, for those who don't know anyone from India, in real life, and may not have been exposed to an authentic accent, there's a Twitch streamer named Kit Boga, who calls out tech support scammers, and a lot of them are based in India. And if you listen to the calls over the course of a few months like I have, you'll pick up on certain scammers' accents, which are fairly pronounced. You know, because they're from India. So, I mean, these people on the phone, yo, they're, they're not acting. They're not trying to be offensive. It's just how they speak. It's literally their voice. So if you were to characterize one of these scammers based in India in a cartoon, what accent would you give them? Japanese, of course, because giving an Indian an Indian accent is just wrong. And there's your problem. Yes, hashtag cancel humans, <laughs> right? Um, I'm going to wrap this up with if you're looking at cartoons as the cause of problems in society, yo, one, check your mental health. Two, the problem is bigger than the cartoon. Cartoons are exaggerations of life. They're caricatures that amplify certain characteristics. That's why they're cartoons. Hello? 
point. I'm about to write an angry tweet to Nickelodeon for their depiction of Patrick Starr. You know, I mean, he makes all starfish look stupid, mate. And, and that's wrong. Yeah, um, you know, and I hate repeating the same things when it comes to topics like this. Like, I don't see why I have to give out common sense advice to a society that apparently can't tell the difference between reality and cartoons. Especially an editorial from the New York Times, which is, you know, a cut above all other journalism. Yeah. I am also going to write an angry tweet to the horror genre for having predominantly white males being depicted as evil people who have mommy issues. Alright, that's not right, mate. I love me, mom. My god, I, you know, I just want humanity to evolve, you know? And just enjoy fiction for what it is, make-believe, and just be civil to each other in real life. Why is this so difficult? You know, I, I'm kind of sad that I have to make cartoons now. Yeah, I got it. Um, how's the next episode going anyway? Well, um, I don't know who I'm allowed to draw anymore, but oh, I, I sure do have a lot of blank pages we can flip through. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we're out. Listen to my album on the streaming services or the band camp if you want to support, or we give it to patrons on Patreon regardless of their tier. They don't have to cry a lot. So check those patron-only links. Thank you. And I'm sorry if the album is terrible. I tried. Yeah, he just pressed buttons. It was fun, and I'm sorry. Begley, what? Get Josie up and running for next episode. And sure, we'll do. Later, be well, stay safe, and don't do what the cartoons tell you to do, because they're just cartoons. If you think a cartoon is telling you to do things, consult a specialist. Maybe all cartoons should have warnings on them, like South Park does. Yeah, but, you know, you figure a bunch of animated characters who are immune to aging and death would kind of, you know... Tip people off to the content not being real. But hey, if 2020 has taught me anything, it's that people are dumber than I thought. Dear horror movie people, I am offended that you do not cast actual serial killers as your murderers in your films. There are plenty of murderous actors who need work, and your willful dismissal of these individuals is hurtful, wrong, and marginalizes a particular group in society and shows a lack of progress and inclusion for your companies. Hashtag get woke bloke. So, Freddy Krueger isn't really a burn victim? Uh, no, no, Mike, that was all makeup. What? Oh, also, Jason Voorhees never played hockey. Harvey, <laughs> what is like to us all? Uh, oh, no, mate. Oh, no, the sorrow. The sorrow. I don't... Can I go now? Oh, yeah, all right, see you later. <laughs>